welcome. You're listening to the Sagi of Anne Furthermore. I keep thinking about Mimi and her online fan base. I'm quite frankly blown away by how many people are into her work. There is a bootleg video of her one-woman show on YouTube. It's on her mother's channel. And there are already like three hits since February of 2013. Remember Wendy Arsehole? Wait, I'm sorry. I meant to say, remember Andy Warhol? This seems to be happening a lot now that I only have a brainstem to fuck with. I mean, work with. Anyway, artist shithole. I'm Andy Warhol. Whatever. Why isn't autocorrect helping me here? Oh, God. Maybe it is. Randy Asshole made the prediction that in the future, everyone would be famous for 15 minutes. Well, I think the future has come and gone. I've been doing some calculations with what remains of my lower brain. Grunting is the new scratch paper. Mm, scratching. And if my ejaculations, I'm, I mean, my calculations are erect, I mean, correct. It seems to me that with X number of people on said planet, did I say it? Earth, right. You're with me. Dividing fame equally among every human, allowing for margin of error in my English to metric conversions and Aztec to modern calendar, it seems that every human is only going to be anus, I mean famous, for about one second. Wow. So we need to make it count, right? Think you're big news? Correction. You, babe, are news flash. Plus the fact that I didn't even factor Beyonce, I mean Beyonce, into the equation. I consider her the zeitgeist, and as much as she shan't be rationed like the rest of us... Have his us. Oh God, never mind. I think I've just taken this all for granted because I have always had billions of followers, all of which are slut. I mean, gut bacteria, my gut bacteria. But you know what? If you're going to have gut bacteria as a fan base, they might as well be yours, right? But when I think about only having one second of fame in which to express myself, record the essence of who I am, my legacy, I feel overwhelmed. I'm all about using limits in creativity, but this... One second? This is crazy. They loaned out my entire immune system. My defenses are down. Greybeard called and told me it was time. Time to go back to my work with Dr. B. It had been so long since I'd seen him. I was startled to see how small he was next to the giant he'd become in my memories missing of him. In my mind's eye, he had grown into a large storied house. No, a duplex, a complex, a giant towering city of yellow slimy, a million miles long. So long, he wrapped around the world a billion times, which I know is impossible. Dr. B said, maybe in your world. I said, yes, maybe. I would have to admit that I've missed you and I'd rather not. Dr. B gave me that signature sluggy, lipless, smileless smile. It's unnerving to feel so close to someone so gross. Now's the time, and furthermore, you're never going to be this open again. An awkward silence followed. Dr. B said, do you hear that? I said, what? He said, I hear a ticking sound. I said, yes, that would be me. They put a metronome in there. It's set at 61. Dr. B slug grimaced. Ouch, 61? Why would they do that? I said, how would I know? I have loofahs for brains. Dr. B nodded. So what's on your medulla? How can I help? I said, well, I've been thinking about a joke my dad used to tell me. This guy gets a flat tire, see? He pulls over next to the fenced-in yard of a psychiatric hospital and starts changing the tire. As he's taking the hubcap off, loosening the lug nuts, one of the patients walks over to the fence and starts watching him. The guy jacks the car up, takes the lug nuts off, and as he pulls the tire off, he accidentally kicks all five lug nuts into the gutter and down the storm drain. He's swearing to himself, Damn it! Now what am I going to do? And the psychiatric patient says, Take one nut, off of the other three tires and space them out 
when you put the spare on. The flat tire guy says, that's a great idea. I can't believe it. I'm on the outside of the fence with the problem, and the guy from the inside of the fence comes up with a solution. The patient said, I'm in here because I'm crazy, not stupid. And next time, use your hubcap to hold your lug nuts while you're taking the tire off. Dr. B said, why do you think your father told you that joke? I said, so I'd remember how to change a tire. Dr. B said, why did you tell me that joke? I don't change tires. Though I will tell you something funny, by the way, of your joke. I said, what's that? He said, hubcaps are what we slugs call hands and feet. I laughed. Hubcaps? He said, yeah, I don't know. It's probably just a slug thing. But you mammals, you've got these four giant-looking things coming out of your torso. And on the end of each one, maybe it's like the tires. I don't know. Your fingers and toes look like spokes to us. I curled the fingers of my left hand into a fist and offered it palm up. Lug nuts? Dr. B said, good luck fixing those flats. I said, I wonder if I could. It would make the next six months a lot easier. I have some leftover duct tape lying around. I'll see what I can do. Dr. B said, I'd like to see some paintbrush holding digits on your left foot. Wouldn't that just piss them off? I looked at Dr. B and I thought to myself, I love this guy. I really missed him. Dr. B said, I missed you too. And I said, um, I thought that was my inside voice. Dr. B said, that's your brainstem voice. The medulla can't discriminate. You're going to want to watch that. Good call. Dang. Okay, brainstem voice. Potential for embarrassment? Enormous. Potential for getting to the point? Here it is. And trust me when I say I did not overthink this. Crazy, not stupid? I'll take it. Stable, not smart? That'll do. Stable, not stupid? What's better than that? Not stable, not smart? I'm through. The Furthermore Sagi is created, written, and performed by Anne Ellsworth and produced and edited by Jonah Sharp. That's me. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week.